Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Wherever you're at in the world, welcome back to um, Tap to Midnight. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, today's episode is going to be a review. A review of a very divisive, divisive, divisive device. Um, I've had it for a little over a month now. Um, of course, I'm talking about the Apple iPhone 14 Pro Max. Um, so I'll go through the specs of the device and basically my experience with it, my thoughts. And I have a little story with it. Um, so I'll just get that right out of the way. I've been using iPhone devices for the last six, five, five years, five years, yeah, five years. Um, before that, I like I do buy and selling, so I've always had Apple devices around, but as my main device been the last, I, let me get the time right here, I'm trying to, so yeah, five years, five years sounds about right, five years sounds about right, so, um, I've been using Apple devices as my main device for the last five years. Uh, before then, it was uh, always Android devices. So I, was, I had iPhone 12 Pro Max, and I skipped the 13 because I um, figured uh, my family member had it, and um, it wasn't too much of an upgrade from the 12. So I decided not to uh, embark on that venture and get that phone. Uh, when the 14 was announced, I took a look at it, and I'm like, okay, you know what? This phone's about two years old. I was made to jump, and my family member also made a jump, ended up getting the 14. So, um, they had it for a little over a month, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, you know what, I could do this, I, I might as well just go get one myself. But the other underlying issue I had was that I, I really want to go back to Android. I really did. I haven't had Android in five years, so I'm like, you know what, Google Pixel 7 Pro is looking really nice, and, um... When it comes to Androids, I probably said this on the, chat, on the um, podcast numerous times. When it comes to Android devices, I only stick with the Google line. So Nexus, now to the Pixel. Um, yeah, I skipped a lot of Pixels, obviously, in the last five years. But the Pixel 7 Pro was looking really nice. I felt that it addressed a lot of issues that the Pixel 6 Pro had. So I was ready to make the jump to go back to Android. So uh, I got my iPhone 12 Pro Max ready. I cleaned it up. Got everything removed and uh, had it ready for sale and um, took care of that. And so I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to go take a look at the uh, Google 7 Pro. So I went to a carrier store and um, I had called them previously that morning and they had it in stock. So I had the color I wanted. So I drove down there. Um, I got there. And so I had, to, of course, asking the questions. I'm a tech person, so I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Because, you know, make commitment, a carrier store for the next two years with a device, you want to make sure that this is the, that everything is on the up and up, right? And lucky for me, she was very informative and very patient. It was a Sunday morning, the store was empty, and it was, you know, out of the city. So I guess that all played a factor into uh, me being able to have the time to make the decision. Um, so she walked a couple things through with me. Um, she knew I was there. I told her the situation, you know, use iPhone for so many years and I want to go back to Android. She said, cool, cool, cool. But um, after I had brought up the issues with the previous Google Pixel uh, 6 Pro, she had informed me that not all those issues have been fixed. And I said, oh, wow, okay, well, you know, you're hearing conflicting reports by some, some people, but 
Uh, she said, that's true, but I have it here in my pocket so I could show you. And I said, nothing's better than having a, um, you know, a uh, viewing. So about 15 minutes, she showed me, you know, and she gave me the phone and I got to go through it. And, you know, I like a lot of things about it, but there were some issues like fingerprint still. Um, fingerprint, underscreen fingerprint still has some issues with detecting. Um, the camera, I felt, was the worst because you set up, you know, you do your face scan and sometimes you didn't even scan your face and it would open. So I felt that was not secure enough. Um, the phone was a lot lighter than what I wanted it to be. You know, if you're paying that type of money, you want to feel some heft to your phone. Um, of course, the pictures, the video were good. I felt that the display was pretty nice. The battery life, I mean, from what she told me, wasn't the greatest. It was good, but it wasn't the greatest. Um, I just felt after having like a demo of it, I felt like, okay, well, shit. Um, I might have to go back to the iPhone for at least another year. So I asked her, you have any uh, Pro Max, 14 Pro Max to sell? She said, yeah, we have two left. We got... Um, Charcoal or black, and we got the purple, and the purple's a new color, so of course I went to purple. Uh, 256, and got that wrapped up, ready to go, and out to store. So that's my little story of how I end up staying with the, uh, in the iOS ecosystem. Next year, we'll see what happens. Um, iPhone 15 is coming out. Uh, I want to see the changes that they made, and if the changes are, I mean, rumors have it that iPhone 15 is supposed to be a different design altogether. So we'll see what happens. If the iPhone 15 is a completely different design and I like what I see, I'll upgrade to it and stay in the iOS ecosystem. But if the Google Pixel 8 come, Pro comes out and it is something that I can't ignore, then I'm going back to Android, right? So time will tell. It's not till fall 2023. So got still got almost a year, little, 11 months about, before that decision uh, comes to head. So we'll see how that goes. But let's get into this. So, my review. So, let's go over the specs. So, we got a 6.7 screen. 6.7, 6.7 inch screen. Back camera is 48 megapixels, 2160p. 6 gigs of RAM, running the Apple A16 Bionic system on chip. The battery is 4,323 milliamps. This phone was released September 16, 2022. Currently on iOS 16. Three models you could get, 128 gigabyte, 256 gigabyte. I don't know why they're still doing 128 gigabyte. It's crazy. It should be 256, 512, and 1 terabyte, but it's not. With this, it's 128 gigabyte, 256 gigabyte, and 1 terabyte storage. So, um, <laughs> well, my, my family member has the 1 terabyte. It was purchased. Fuck. Mm. That was costly for sure. Um, but businesses are being ran with it, and... Um, the space is definitely needed, so that was the purpose, and it will pay itself out and more. And Rarity has paid itself out, but, you know, putting all that money up front at one time was crazy, but it is what it is. That's just the cost of doing business, right? So it is what it is. So it has a glass front, coring-made glass. The glass back is also coring-made glass, stainless steel frame, as you all know. Nano SIM and eSIM International, dual eSIM with multiple numbers for the USA. In China, you get dual SIM, nano SIMs, dual standby. It's IP68 dust and water resistant. Up to six meters for 30 minutes. Has Apple Pay, so you use Visa, MasterCard, Amex, certified, all those things. Uh, the display is an LTPO Super Retina XDR OLED. 
120 hertz. You got HDR10, Dolby Vision, 1000 nits, 2000 inch HBM. As I said, 6.7 inches, 88% screen to body ratio. Uh, resolution is 1290 by 2790 pixels. It's 19.5 to 9 ratio. You got 460 PPI. Ceramic shield glass, always on display. So, uh, well, kid maybe. Let's get into it while we're discussing this. So, always on display. Now, there was a recent update that allowed only the clock to be shown, which is really, really required. The original always on display had your whole wallpaper, and I found that very distracting, especially at work or at home when sleeping at night. I did not like that. Um, there was an update on the last iOS, during the last iOS release, um, 16.1 or, yeah, 6.1, 6.2, I can't remember which one it is. But it uh, added on display where you could turn off the uh, your screen, and the full screen, and just have the clock show, which is what I prefer. So that was good on Apple. This should have been done at the start, but whatever is done now, that's all that matters. The CPU is a hexacore, 2 times 3.46 gigahertz, I rest. 4 times 2.2 gigahertz sawtooth. Apple GPU is a 5-core graphics chip. Of course, there's no, <laughs> no memory card slot on Apple devices, right? And Apple um, mobile devices. So each, each device has uh, 6 gigabytes of RAM, whether it's the 128, 256, 512, or 1 terabyte. So they'll do the Samsung, the Android thing, where the higher the um, gigabyte size, the more RAM you get. This is 6 gigabytes of RAM all the way around. So let's talk about the main camera, the back camera, 48 megapixels, got 1.8, 22 millimeter wide, one over 128, one, yeah, got dual, dual pixel, PDAF, shift sensor, OIS, uh, the, one of the other cameras, a telephoto, so that's a 12 megapixel telephoto camera, 2.8, aperture, 77 millimeter, we got PDAF, OIS, three times optical zoom, and the other camera is also 12 megapixel, 2.2 aperture, 13 millimeters, 120 degrees ultra wide. Uh, we've got dual pixel PDAF also in this. Of course, it's a 3D LiDAR scanner, TOF, as you all know. Dual LED tone, dual tone flash, HDR, photo panorama. With a video recording, so you've got 4K and 24, 25, 30, and 60 frames per second. You've got 1080 at 25, 30, 60, 120, and 240 frames per second. You got 10-bit HDR, Dolby Vision HDR, up to 60 frames per second. Torres cinematic mode at 4K, which the iPhone 3 didn't have, and that is at 24 or 30 frames per second. You got serial sound recording. Let's go to the front camera. You got 12 megapixels, 1.9, 23 millimeters wide. You got PDF, OIS. I, I believe the front camera has OIS. I truly believe it does. Um, SL3D, depth bionic sensor. It's your cinematic mode. You got now we got cinematic mode on the front camera, also in 4K, which is interesting. So that's 24 to 30 frames per second. The video recording on the front camera, you could do 4K at 24, 25, 30, and 60 frames per second. Or in 1080p at 25, 30, 60, 120 frames per second. Has a gyro EIS also. No millimeter, no 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Yes, you got still speakers on there, of course. Wi-Fi 802.11, ABGNAC6, dual band hotspot, Bluetooth 5.3, A2DPLE, got GPS, all that stuff. NFC, yes, of course, there's on there. Still a Lightning USB 2.0. We'll see what happens next year if there's going to be Type-C or not even a port at all. And it's just wireless charging. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I will be talking about that in a different podcast later on. 
on. <laughs> yeah, we talk about my thoughts on that. Sensors, what kind of sensors we got in this one? So we got face ID, accelerometer, gyro, proximity, compass and barometer. This ultra wideband UWB support. Emergency SOS via satellite. As you all know, if you watched the Apple event, they talked heavily about this. It has been activated. Um, I don't know how reliable it is. It, I mean, it's better than nothing, but I don't know. I don't know if you're in a situation. I don't know. From what I've seen, it, it's looking rough, but maybe they could work on that eventually. I mean, you're dealing with the, what's in the sky now, so it's a whole different situation. The battery is a uh, Li Ion, four thousand two hundred twenty milliamps, not removable, of course. I mean, you can remove it if you need to, but it's gonna take a lot of work. And you know how that goes with Apple devices. Wire charging, fifty percent in thirty minutes. Use a fifteen watt wireless MagSafe or seven point five wireless Q charge. Colors are space black, silver, gold, and deep purple, which is the one I have. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna go through uh, Antutu Geekbench because, to be fact, I don't really care about those things. Man, you know, I don't know, but. Let's get into my quick review over the device. Let's, let's, just, let's just be honest here. It's just another Apple device, right? I think from the 11 to the 14, the minor changes, okay? You got dynamic island on this phone. I mean, it's different, but is it anything special? To me, no, not really. I really don't interact with it too much. I like, it, uh, uh, you know, when you're using two apps... In Dynamic Island, you can see them in the corner, and if one's operating, you can see it operating. And that's kind of cool, but in reality, it's like, is it a game changer? No. They just want to get rid of the notch and do something different, and that's what they did, right? Okay. So far, with my experience of having this in a month, the battery life is pretty good. Uh, most days at work, I get through the whole day with battery life. If I were to leave the, leave the house at 100%, um, if I don't charge, because I come home for lunch, if I don't charge my phone at lunch, when I get home around, what, probably 3.34, um, I'm probably at, depending on the day, though, depends on which podcast I listen to during the day or what I'm doing. But on average, I think when I get home, I'm between 30 to 50%. Depends on the day. Some days I don't listen to much podcasts or YouTube, watch YouTube video, or listen to YouTube videos as much as some other days I do. So I would say usage is very, but 50 to 70% usage uh, almost every day so that's good battery life coming home uh, at that time with that remainder is pretty good so the remainder is like it's a 30 to, 30 to 50 percent remainder when i get home it's pretty good put it on the charger get it charged up ready to go um design of the phone looks nice i like the deep purple i always try to go for the new 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 color the new color that apple releases every year so i like the deep purple uh, but i like big phones so 6.7 inches is right up my alley. Um, I was going to do if I'm going to do iPhone, so it can be Max one. It's not going to be uh, the normal ones. I can't. It's not for my hands. I have big hands, big, tall guy. So, got to got to keep it in that way. It's kind of funny because, <laughs> and I know some people who are shorter who also feel the same way. So it is what it is. Um, like I said, the body is nice. The frame is nice. Apple OS 16 is it's getting there. It has new features, and I think it's okay. I mean, there should be a lot of work. It could still do a lot of things that would make the phone better, the OS better, but as of right now, it's all right. It does what it needs to do. Um, what else am I looking at? It's, at the end of the day, it's just another iPhone. Like, I thought about it. Like, should I kept my 12 
for another year. In some ways, I felt like I should have because it was, you know, nothing wrong with the phone at all. It's just, I guess, I kind of got bored. But what was I getting bored about? I kind of have the same phone in a lot of ways. So there's that too, right? I kind of have the same phone in a lot of ways. It might just be that I want to have the newest thing. I skipped the 13 and glad I did because really 13 didn't have much that I even cared about. And it was in the house here anyway, so I saw it every day. I was like, whatever. But the 14 felt like a jump from the 12. It did seem like an actual jump. I mean, it is. It is. It is. But I don't know. I feel like I still didn't need to make that jump. But it doesn't matter now. I did do it, so. If I were to give a rating and I rate things out of five, because five, you could, you could, I find when you rate things out of ten, there's wiggle room for, there's wiggle room for bonus points or sympathy points. When you rate something out of five, there's no room for that. So and it's more critical. So if I, I could rate after a month in having this device, uh, yeah, it's been a month, but it's been out for a couple months now. So after having this device for a little bit, I would give this out of five. I would give this one a three point five out of. I think um, the, the iOS software, there should be some more updating coming soon with some more features that are more economic and maybe more fluid and so maybe even just cool, cool stuff. And I think that maybe worked out. I like to see that. Um, the frame is pretty good. I like the color. Um, I'm not really a camera person, but it does what it needs to do, right? So I'm not, uh, that's not really a concern of mine. But um, I think it's more down to the software and... and um, what, what they could do with that. What they could do with the dy- dynamic island. Um, whatever shortcomings this phone does have, I hope it does get fixed pretty quickly. I believe there are some shortcomings. Obviously, you know, you can't really do much about the lightning port. Uh, we want that gone ASAP, but maybe that'll be next year, right? So, so that's my review of the iPhone 14 Pro Max after one month of owning it, after two and a half months of the actual device being out. Um... Yeah, if 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 you're coming from an iPhone eight, you know it's funny. Yeah, I know I didn't do no iPhone nine. They should still just figure that out and go back. You know, one of the SEs could have been the nine. It always annoyed me that Apple did that. They like skipped. You know what I mean? Like they skipped nine. <laughs> could always go back and like do that. You can still it can still be. Can it still be fixed? I don't know. We're going on fifteen next year. Can we? Get a nine somehow, like you could probably do that, and people I wouldn't even give a shit after a certain point, right? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> just my thoughts. I just it just always annoyed me that they skip nine, and I know that some reason. I can't remember what the reason was. It had some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it had some reason, but. I know it does annoy me. It it it, it does annoy me because iPhone nine. Oh, would the, I guess what would the iPhone nine have been like? The iPhone eight, the same body, like the you know the iPhone eight body, SE, iPhone six body, iPhone eight body, SE. I don't know. It'd been interesting to see. I think they still can do it, but they're not going to, right? So I think they need to scrap the SE line at this point. I don't know. I mean, it has its purpose. And I believe the SE4, because I see three came out. I think the SE4 is going to have the iPhone, it's going to be the iPhone XR, iPhone 10 body. Since iPhone 15 should be changing in body, they could now use those old chassis for the iPhone SE. So I think that's iPhone SE is going to be like the XR uh, body, XR, XS body. XR, XR, XR body. And at a good price point, hopefully, and, you know, have the, it'll have the guts of the current or near current, so... 
But once again, if you're coming from an iPhone 8, 10, I don't know if I want to put 11 in there. Yeah, let's put 11 in there. 11? I think it's worth an upgrade. If you're coming from the iPhone 12 Pro Max, 13 Pro Max, definitely not. No. I mean, unless you just want the latest and greatest, you want to have the new thing. That's fine. You know, it's your money. You're going to do what you want to do. But if you're like debating and you're like 50-50 on it and you have iPhone 12 or newer, iPhone 12 or 13, don't worry about it. Pro Max, don't worry about it. Just wait till the iPhone 15, then it'll be definitely worth it. If you have anything lower than that, if you have like an 8, 10, 7, 6, yeah, then just do the upgrade. It's going to be night and day for sure. So that's all I got to say about this. That's my review on the Apple iPhone 14 Pro Max. Um, I do have a couple episodes coming up soon in the next couple weeks. I have a tier list. So I actually took all the iPhones uh, that have been released from day one till now, and I did my own tier list on it. So the episode should be coming out in a couple weeks. Also, um, I give my thoughts on another episode of the whole Type C situation with Apple and the announcement that came up, and my thoughts on that and what I truly believe Apple's plans to do. So stay tuned for those episodes. Uh, year end is almost up. Um, I got another episode that's going to be in this probably middle of December. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's one of those, it's more of, um, a conversation, a situation that had occurred and a conversation that had came out of it, uh, with uh, someone I had met and, um, yeah, I, of course I talked about it. So that that will be episode will be out in probably middle of December. And um yeah, so just stay tuned to the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening, wherever you are in the world. So I'll be signing up.